everybody. How you doing? <laughs> it's Maya Leah, and we are back with a, another episode of Closeted Conversations. This one, this one is hard for me because it's requiring me to be really transparent and very honest. So it's going to be tough. The responsible thing for me to do right now is to put in a trigger warning. This episode is about mental health. And there may be some mentions of being unalive and mental, physical, emotional, sexual abuse. So if those things are triggers for you, if the that is not something you can handle mentally and emotionally, this this episode may not be the episode you should listen to. And it's okay when you can, when you're ready, it's going to be here for you to listen. But I want to be responsible. I want to be honoring and I don't want to put anyone's mental health at risk. So that's the trigger warning. This episode has been a doozy to get recorded and done. It has caused me to look at myself and look within myself and do a lot of self-reflection and do a lot of reality checks. It has been delayed and delayed and delayed. But I think this is the right time. I don't really believe in consequences. I believe everything has a timing and it has a reason and there's intention behind everything, whether we recognize it or not. Yeah, this episode was supposed to have a guest, but we ran into uh, <laughs> we ran into some technical difficulties, and basically the the episode didn't get recorded, and schedules weren't aligning. But we are going to collaborate. Their story is so powerful, and definitely definitely needs to be heard and I cannot wait until we can share that with you guys but you get me today and you get me in a very transparent way I think this is going to be the most transparent episode to date please extend me some grace because I am not perfect I don't try to be perfect. I don't I don't want to be perfect. Perfect is unsustainable. But I want to be and be as honest and transparent as I possibly can, possibly can without having a 3-hour episode. So this episode is on mental health and I felt felt God telling me that I was trying to hide 
I was trying to hide behind someone else's experiences and opinions and stories. And I was being a little bit of a hypocrite, honestly, because I was encouraging things and advocating things, but I wasn't taking part in those things. And I hadn't taken part in those things in at least a year. It doesn't mean that they don't work or that they're not useful. I just wasn't doing it. And I felt like God was telling me, I need to be real with myself first and foremost. And if I'm being real, my mental and emotional health hasn't been the greatest, has been really, really, really bad. Like I've been struggling in every aspect for a very, very, very long time. And I've been doing it silently. I've been putting on a mask and I've been acting like everything, given the circumstances, everything is okay and it's not. And some people know bits and pieces, but I've been purposely kind of keeping it to myself, like the severity of everything to myself. So I battle with depression, anxiety, anorexia, and bulimia, and a host of other different things, but those are really the main, the main things. The depression has been very much present and at the forefront I've been feeling it very very hard anxiety has been at an all-time high I've been battling with these things since at least 15 to 20 ish years and I know some things like different abuse that has happened has played a big part in that Low self-esteem has played a big part of that. As some of you know, I've experienced a loss that has completely rocked my world and changed my life in the worst possible way. And it doesn't it doesn't get easier. I'm not gonna sit up here and and pretend like it does. It doesn't. So that has been that has been hard. Unless you are one of the few people that is close to me, what very few people know is that I have a no-contact relationship with my biological mother right now, and it seems like no-contact is like the trending thing to do that is the answer to all mental health issues and it may be for some people it it may be the thing that really catapults their life and they started thriving and living their best life if that's the case then I'm so proud of you but what I haven't really seen talked about is the 
amount of hurt and the amount of pain you go through with that, especially when it's a parent. And I was brought up in a single parent household. My biological mom, she provided for us and my brother and I were always in her care. So to be in no contact with her these last almost five months has been hard. There's a lot of guilt because there's other circumstances that go into that or that surround that. One, that's my biological mother. That's the one that I lived under her roof for all of my childhood, was always in her custody. The only parent that I've that I knew all of my childhood it hurts like even though their relationship obviously isn't healthy the hurt and the pain of no contact is what I haven't seen being mentioned like it hurts and it hurts in so many ways because you have to one deal with the reason that you're going into no contact with this person and then you have to make that decision and then you have to follow through with that decision and it's really hard for me and people some people may not believe that and I don't blame them because I didn't I didn't go about it the right way there was no there, that's one thing about me. I haven't figured out the middle ground in dealing with people or with my emotions. I feel my emotions very deeply when I do feel them. I may not speak on them. I may not show them, but I feel them very, 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 very deeply and strongly. But I try to hide them a lot and I don't know how healthy this is to say but for me it it helps to hide them when I'm so busy trying to be there for other people and giving people other people that space to express what they're going through to deal with what they're going through and to be that person they lean on that they rely on that they count on when I'm constantly doing that it's easier to not to hide what I'm going through or to not talk about what I'm going through because I don't create the space for that for myself not the healthiest thing to do I don't recommend doing that in fact I recommend doing the opposite and having those spaces where you can go through and talk about your emotions and talk about what you're going through, what you're struggling with, because struggling in silence hurts. Struggling in silence is not healthy. Negative 100 million out of 10 would not recommend, you know? I guess that's how I hide, but I also have trust issues. It's very rare that I trust someone with me. And with my emotions. And I say that I'm a very difficult person to deal with. 
because I feel my emotions so deeply and I'm working on not saying that because I'm not, I am a lot, but I'm not too much for the right people. It's just a matter of finding those right people and finding that village and that tribe. I'm working on on not saying that I'm difficult. I'm not there yet, but I would say I'm difficult because I feel my emotions so deeply. And there's not a real middle ground. It's one extreme or another. I either reveal everything or like and just completely open or I like completely shut down and give very bare minimum answers. But then I've, I've also realized that my bare minimum is not the same as other people's bare minimum because I also have like this this unhealthy perspective, I guess, with rejection. I do not, I do not like rejection. So it's not that I necessarily want to be liked because I don't really care. And I'm also full of contradictions. So there's, there's a lot going on up here. But I also don't like being rejected. And I think, I think that's selfish. I think that's part of my selfish tendencies because if I like you, if I respect you, then I want to be, this sounds, this sounds so bad, then I want to be at least tolerated by you. And because I want to be tolerated by you, I'm going to do everything that I can to, I'm going to do everything that I can to be wanted. I'll strive to be wanted. I'll settle to be tolerated. I will be satisfied by just not losing you. And as much as I hate to admit it, there's some people still currently in my life that I feel that way about. And that's not a healthy place to be in. And you should never settle for being tolerated. If just being tolerated is sufficient, then that that relationship isn't worth it. And I can say that. And like I said, I still have people in my life that I feel that way about and that I don't want to let go of. Granted, those people, I really feel like they show me that I'm not just tolerated. I don't care about being like, but I do care about disappointing the people that I hold to a higher standard. The people that I respect, the people that I like, the people that the people that I want to be around. Because I don't I love people. I would do anything that I can to help people from the bottom of my heart and not have to constantly remind people or let people know that I did this thing. I love people in that sense, but I don't like people. I don't, there's very few people that I like 
I'm very much an introvert. I'm very much a homebody. But what's crazy is that I really value quality time and physical touch. So, like I said, I'm full of contradictions. I love people, but I don't like people. I don't care about being liked by people, but I care about disappointing people. So my therapist, we got got a lot to sort out. So because of that, my struggles and my shortcomings and my depression and, and, and anxiety, I internalize it and I push it down and I keep it to myself. But what that does is that creates that lonely feeling because I shut people out. And I can honestly say there was only really one person that I completely let in to that side of me. And it took a lot of work. It took a lot of work and I tried to push her away. Her love is so strong and so unconditional and I think she recognized what I was doing and she stayed stayed ten toes down and she's in heaven so that that's a different that's a different type of hurt because it plays into it plays into my abandonment issues of like that's part of the reason why I don't open up for fear of that person leaving, whether it's they feel like I'm too much and I'm too hard to deal with, and they willingly leave, or for circumstances that they can't control, like Nancy Nancy couldn't stop. Like Nancy didn't choose to leave me, which makes it hard. Whether it's their choice to leave or not, it plays a part in my trust issues. It plays a part in me not wanting to open up because that that pain hurts. Depression has been real and a major struggle for a very long time. I'm not. I'm not hurting myself. In any capacity nor do I have the desire to self-harm or unalive myself however the desire to not wake up is definitely there to the point that every morning that I wake up I'm having a panic attack first thing in the morning if I have to leave my apartment I'm having an anxiety attack because I have to walk out in the world and be around people and act like everything is okay all things considered I have to pretend that I'm okay and I'm not That has nothing to do with the people in my life. That has nothing to do with relationships that are forming. That has nothing to do with my friends that have nothing to do. That has nothing to do with the people that I love because 
logically, I know that I could, if something was really, really bad, I can, I can go to them. It is me isolating that part of myself from people because I don't want to run the risk of losing anyone else because I can't take losing anyone else. So literally, every morning I'm having an anxiety or a panic attack because I'm still here and or because I have to go out and pretend. And I'm so tired from pretending and acting. I'm so overwhelmed. The toll that a panic attack or anxiety attack has on your physical body, at least for me, is a lot. And to have that every single day, sometimes multiple times a day, it it is exhausting. And then the mental aspect is exhausting. And then trying, me trying to pretend and trying to be strong, trying to act like I'm strong when I'm not. It's overwhelming. Like, it's not just the depression. It's not just anxiety. There's other internal struggles that, that I'm dealing with that I don't know how to deal with that causes so much confusion. And I'm not coping with anything at all, honestly. I feel like coping is the intentional actions taken to feel better, whether those are healthy coping coping actions or unhealthy coping actions. And because I've been so determined to not go back to my old unhealthy coping mechanisms, I haven't been coping at all. I've been stuffing things inside and been so laser focused on doing what needs to be done in the best way that I can that I haven't been able to do anything. So I have all of these emotions wanting to get out and it hurts it physically hurts. I feel undeserving of so many things. I felt undeserving of protection, undeserving of boundaries, which I feel like now is probably why it's really hard for me to enforce boundaries. Um, I felt undeserving of love. I felt like my voice doesn't matter. Even though I know those things are true, it doesn't 
negate the fact that those feelings are real and those feelings are valid. I just have to, I have to change my mindset and I have to start believing that I am loved, I am worthy, I deserve protection, I deserve consistency and stability and I deserve to be joyful. Like, I de- I'm deserving of all the things that God has to offer. Deserving of all things good. In short, my voice matters. My boundaries matter. I'm working on that mindset in therapy is going to help is going to help me change the narrative of truly believing that not just knowing it but it's going to help me recognize emotions and feelings it's going to help me to I'm hoping it's going to help me to be more open and trusting it's going to help me to get these things out I've had therapy before. I've been in and out of therapy. I'm definitely nervous for it. Um, I'm definitely... Because it's a lot of work. Therapy, when done correctly, it's a lot of work. And I, I have to put my all into it. There's so much for me to process and I can't I couldn't come on here and advocate for therapy and encourage everyone that needs therapy to go to therapy and not be actively in therapy like I was actively seeking it but I wasn't in it um, and that I couldn't be that hypocritical, and I think it would have really went against everything closeted conversations is, and this episode is hard. It's not easy to publicly say that you're not okay. It's not easy to publicly say that you're lonely. It's not easy to publicly say that every day you wake up, you're having anxiety attacks and panic attacks because you're still alive. I feel so numb. And I saw somewhere that when you feel numb, it means that you're feeling all the emotions at once. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel numb and I feel like I'm running out of tears to cry. Like it's, I just feel pain and I'm looking forward to unpacking all of this with my therapist and to come 
to come out on the other side. Because I'm honestly, I'm honestly alive because there's people that I love so much that every day I'm choosing to live for them. Especially right now. I'm still alive because God still wants me alive. Um, This podcast, this company, Closeted Conversations and My Wade Studios, they are convicting me in so many ways to be honest with myself and with y'all to be transparent in how I feel. This is me being completely transparent. Like, I'm not okay. I'm hurting a lot. But I'm also seeking the professional help that I need to get me on track to being okay. So in addition to praying and in addition to trusting in God and having faith in Jesus. I'm using the resources he has put, he has given me and that he has put on this earth to help me get better. And I encourage anyone, if you need help, seek help. Don't Don't wait until it's too late or don't wait until it's almost too late. Please seek. Seek whatever help you need. It's not, you're not an inconvenience. You're not a burden. Um, you're not alone. Because as long as as long as I have breath in my body, you're not alone. And I'm not I can't save anyone, but I can be a listening ear and I can help try to find resources. I can I can try. That's all I can do is I can try and I can, but you're not alone and you are loved and you matter. And I know that, trust me, I know that that can be really hard to believe. I, I don't believe it about myself. Right now. 
but I wholeheartedly believe it for everyone else. So, so thank you for being my listening ear. Thank you for allowing me to be transparent. Thank you for coming into my closet and I'm glad we had this conversation. Until next time. (laughs) 